Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room, here in an undisclosed location... It is Texas Football Today, a show that refuses to lose to coronavirus. We will not be stopped. You know what, coronavirus? I'm putting you on notice. I am against the coronavirus. I am out on coronavirus. COVID-19, you can kiss my butt. That's right. I said it. Preach. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Support now more than ever, so we really do appreciate you tuning in. I am sitting here, sitting over there in her own um, uh, bunker <laughs> is the Duchess of the Dorks. It's Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. Howdy. I'm. Uh, do you have enough food? I, I think so. I mean, like, I mean, it's one of those now... things. Like when, like, I saw San Francisco basically went for the next three week or is in like a complete shutdown mode. The mm-hmm. only thing that you can do is leave to go to a doctor's appointment or the grocery store. So if that's the case, then, like, I'll be good. But, like, if they start closing down grocery stores, They're not eventually even in, I would even, have a problem. Even in Italy, though, yeah. no, from what I understand, even in the places that are the hardest hit, which are Italy, France is in the same situation. I think Spain mm-hmm. is heading that way, too. Um, they are saying that the essential things like pharmacies, doctor's offices hospitals obviously and um and grocery stores will stay open yeah and so So. as long as that's the case then i'm i'm good because i've got quite a bit of food to last a while um but yeah no i'm not yeah but i also know you like to eat i i do but if i know that i need to ration a little bit like i'll i'll tone down the gut width a little bit the gut width wow what a (laughs) What a wordsmith you are. Uh, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Rob Hathaway, Ed McElroy, Meese, and Tony. Also, Ed said, uh, good afternoon. Let's let Hank wave to us. So the people, people are telling you what they want. Hank was napping last I saw. 
Um, so if he gets up, we'll see if we'll see if um, the Hank monster wants to make a uh, an appearance. Solid. But that's not up to me. I got to talk to his agent. <laughs> you know, he has an appearance fee. Bye-bye. It's a lot. It's a whole thing. Today is Wednesday, March 18th, 2020, 253 days until Thanksgiving, episode 923, 923, the Mark Sagamoyan episode. On today's show, friends, we got This Week in Recruiting. You thought that just because we're not in the studio, we're going to kill This Week in Recruiting? Nah. Wow. Nah. Not happening. We got that. We, we got that on lock. We talked with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete uh, about all things recruiting, including how COVID-19 and the, the coronavirus is impacting the recruiting world. So we'll get to that. In the back half of the show, we launched something on TexasFootball.com today that has a lot of people very mad at us. Uh, we will discuss the 2020 All-Star Inflatables Texas High School Football Helmet Challenge. Yeah, the, uh, we the heathens are out on Twitter. That. They are not happy. No. Uh, and we will explain uh, why your favorite team's happy. helmet <laughs> is not on the bracket. So we'll get into that coming up here at the back half of the show uh consider becoming a dave campbell's texas football insider if that's your kind of thing if you want the magazine mailed directly to you and and i guess i mentioned this uh before but but if you're tuning in so we do put out a magazine it's it's a big one that's news to Mm -hmm. me and the there's 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 going to be difficulties i will say i won't lie to you guys there are going to be difficulties and we're going to have to work a little extra hard to make sure we put out this magazine and there is a non-zero chance i'll be honest so there's a non-zero chance that the production of the magazine does get delayed a little bit mm-hmm. right we're not thinking like that right now though right now it's business as usual we are grinding along putting together the magazine uh high school football coaches have been fantastic turning in questionnaires um we are getting all the information we're getting it is business as usual we're just working in different places if this does get to the point where um there are certain things that we need Mm -hmm. i don't want to go too far into that but there's there are certain like kind of benchmarks that we have to hit so far we're on pace to hit all those benchmarks yes there so far we are on on pace to hit all those benchmarks we are good to go uh, I'll keep you guys posted. If if for some reason the magazine has to get delayed, I don't think it will. That's my honest opinion right now. It's it's March 18th. Um, based on what I know right now, I don't think we'll need to delay the magazine, which is great news. But if you want the magazine mailed directly to you, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. You also get a ton of online content, exclusive online content, including uh, recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete, uh, all sorts of good stuff. So, Texas Football Accomplished Insider makes a great gift as well. If you want to tell somebody, hey, I'm thinking about you during this difficult quarantine time, give them the gift of content. Me said, can you guarantee that you'll insider. spray each I- issue individually with Lysol before mailing it? <laughs> uh, I will say this. I'm pretty sure each magazine is um, like uh, wrapped, like that we mail. Yeah. They get the um, little, uh, like uh, the there's a seal. word for it that I don't Yeah. Like the plastic wrap, yeah. There's yeah. there's a word um, for it that I that I don't know. I'm not smart enough. But in any case, become a Dave Campbell's Textable Insider. Textable.com slash insider. All right, it's Wednesday, and on Wednesday we talk recruiting. A little bit earlier, we caught up with Dave Campbell's Texas Football uh, Recruiting Guru and Next Level Athletes' own Greg Powers. Here's this week in recruiting on Texas Football today. 
I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. <laughs> it's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. Hello, Greg Powers. How are you holding up? Great, man. It's been uh, been a lot of uh, fun, I guess. New experiences. Um, just trying to make it. <laughs> uh, are your kids driving you nuts yet? Uh, no, we're getting along fine. Everybody's um, having a good time together, I guess. Um, my oldest son is down deep sea fishing, so it's not a full house yet, but he comes back on Thursday. Okay, well, at least one last uh, one last little getaway before potentially uh, we all get we all get locked into our homes. Um, we're we're going to talk this week in recruiting per usual, keeping things as normal as possible. You can see this week in recruiting up on TexasFootball.com. We'll start with our prospect on the rise. Prospect on the rise, a program. We go to a program that I think not a lot of people think about when they think about prospects. Uh, but Bogota Rivercrest tackle Cole Carson picked up his twelfth. Division one offer this week. This one is a big one uh, from Baylor. Uh, the 6'6", 285-pound tackle. Uh, again, I think Rivercrest is a little bit off the beaten path for most recruitniks, but uh, hard not to like this kid. Yeah, you touched the nail on the head, and what I really like um, about his tape is, like, the very first clip, whenever you see him right here, he just demolishes a kid. So this is one of the more fun tapes that you're going to watch out there. Um, he's really dominant. And one thing that I find fascinating with, um, you know, basically the whole shutdown, the schools were shut down, uh, the football programs were shut down, you can't go work out, the, the evaluation period hasn't been delayed, but the quiet period was killed in, in lieu of a dead period this, this week. Um, but colleges are still marching on, finding talent in Texas high school football, and Colt Carson is the latest example of that. Uh, picked up his first in-state Power 5 offer from Baylor, uh, and that adds to a list of 11 more schools, so he now has a dozen programs that have offered him. Uh, most notably, I think Baylor definitely on that list. He also has in-state offers from UTSA and Texas State, and Power 5 offers from schools like Arkansas, Ole Miss, Auburn, and Vanderbilt in the SEC. Uh, love that he's a three-year varsity starter who has a 3.78 GPA and, and can potentially play in the Ivy League. He's that good academically. So he's like a well-rounded package. Well, and the other thing for me that, that stands out is, uh, you know, when you watch this kid's tape there, Cole Carson from Bogota Rivercrest, I think whenever you're talking about a kid from a, uh, from a smaller school, right, uh, Rivercrest, I believe, is a 3A school. Um, when you're talking about a smaller school and you're talking about a kid – who um, is maybe off the beaten path, I want to see him dominate. And that's what you're seeing here. This is a guy who is the dominant force on, uh, on the offensive line, and, and, he, and he jumps off the page. And, you know, I know we talk about that a lot, but when you're talking about a smaller school guy who maybe uh, doesn't get the benefit of the doubt of going coming from a Katie or coming from a, a, a Cedar Hill or something like that, to see him dominate, I think, is is an important aspect, and probably probably certainly what uh, what everybody uh, is is going gaga over. Yeah, I agree with that, and I think that he has a tremendous frame to possibly bulk up, add some weight, and move inside at the next level. And when you're that athletic and dominant as a tackle in high school, 
and you have that position flexibility to add the muscle mass and strength when you get in a college strength and conditioning program, I think that makes you that much more marketable uh, to a lot of these big time schools. And, and that's what I think they're all seeing on tape and, and what they see uh, from Cole Carson right now. And don't discount um, him being the total package off the field as well, being a great student. And if you're just now joining the show, push pause whenever you're done or go back and watch the first clip of this. He almost breaks four kids <laughs> back. I mean, that's the type of, that's the type of domination you're talking about. Let's get to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we're going down to the Houston area, DFW to Houston, that is. Uh, Prosper 2021 inside linebacker Aiden Ciano uh, has committed uh, to Rice. Mike Bloomgren picking up a big in-state uh, linebacker uh, from Prosper. Six foot, 225 pounds. Uh, I know that next level athlete is pretty high on this kid. think that this might be a really nice pickup here for the Owls. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, a tremendous pickup for the Owls, and they've been hot on the recruiting trail in the last 10 days because in addition to Aiden Ciano, they picked up another linebacker commitment from Fort Bend Marshall's Kenny Seymour, and then they picked up an offensive line commitment from Blake Bonus down in Meadville. Uh, so they've been having a lot of success on the recruiting trail, finding these guys uh, who are not only great football players but great uh, academic students as well, student athletes. Uh, the the well-rounded type of kids. But I think out of that group that Aiden Shiano will probably rate the highest because he's a very instinctual linebacker, shows a great nose for the football, can read through the traffic really well. And, you know, this isn't something that you throw out there very often for inside linebackers, but he's pretty good in pass coverage. I mean, that's something that really jumps out on the tape is that he's able to uh, go in and, and showcase that ability especially in the conference he plays in where they or sorry, district that he plays in where they like to throw the football around. Um, he, he can, he can kind of do everything at that inside linebacker position. And I think this is a really good get for Rice. It's a big pickup there for, for Mike Bloomgren who's looking to build something defensively down there at Rice. We're talking with Greg Powers and next level athlete here on this week in recruiting on Texas football today, get involved in the conversation on hashtag TF today. All right, let's move on to our underclassman of the week. Underclassman of the week takes us to east of Dallas, to Garland. Uh, 2022 defensive back Chase Biddle uh, from Garland uh, has picked up a pair of new offers, and they are not small offers. Uh, picked up offers uh, from Texas and USC. Um, and, of course, they offered uh, – Texas, while they were there, also offered uh, another youngster uh, in Jordan Hudson – uh, I know that you saw him at the Next Level Athlete Top Texas Top 100 Showcase in Dallas, uh, and I know you came away pretty impressed with Chase Biddle from Garland. Well, I love his size and uh, weight ratio, six foot 190. Uh, he's really good in coverage, but he's also one of those guys who loves to come and be a big hitter too. And I think that that edge that he plays with on the field is kind of what really sets Chase Biddle apart. He picked up his first two offers in his recruitment from Kansas and SMU and then actually last night doubled his offer list when he got Texas and USC. So he's got four offers, uh, but that'll probably double to eight before you know it, and eight will become 16. And he's the type of kid who 16 could become 32. He may be the 30 offer type by the time the dust settles on his recruitment and he actually sits down to make a decision before February of 2020 or December of 2021. Uh, dependent upon, you know, when he decides to sign in the early signing period or take it all the way to the final national signing day. 
but also a very uh, savvy offer by Texas on Jordan Hudson, who everyone else has offered as a wide receiver, but Texas extended an offer for Jordan Hudson to play defensive back. Uh, I thought that that was very interesting and eye-opening move there by uh, the UT Longhorns. You know, Texas is a state that's always deep with wide receiver talent. It's not as easy to find defensive backs, uh, and they found a pair of them that they are targeting now in the class of 2022 at Garland High. Yeah, you know, the Owls have put out uh, a, a fair number of outstanding playmakers into the next level. And so it'll be interesting to see how uh, how the recruiting heats up for both of those uh, young men. Uh, Garland, uh, defensive back Chase Biddle of 2022, those uh, just finished his sophomore year. And then his teammate Jordan Hudson, also class of 2022. Let's wrap it up with the recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week going to Texarkana, Texas High, outside linebacker uh, Clayton Smith. Uh, has accepted his invitation to play in the 2021 All-American Bowl in San Antonio. That's all the way in January. we got a while uh, until then. Uh, but this is a guy who's at the number 10 spot in the 2021 rankings on TexasFootball.com. Uh, this is a guy who has 21 offers. Uh, he's. It sounds like he's down to LSU, Texas, Oklahoma, and Baylor. Uh, but this is a guy that, if you don't know the name of Clayton Smith, this is one of the more dynamic defenders in the class of 2021. Definitely, and and just being in the top ten in this class is saying something because the players right behind him are really good. You know, Clay Darius Davis, Ruben uh, Ruben Fathery checking in at number eleven and number twelve, and then of course state champion JoJo Earl from Alito checking in at thirteen. It's very competitive for those top ten spots. But the thing that I feel like gives uh, Clayton Smith the edge is the ability for him to rush the passer and be a playmaker on a defense that has got some pretty good playmakers on it. And he's, he's one of those guys who's very active, uh, putting pressure on quarterbacks and sniffing out running backs into the flats. He runs really well, and he's able to be around the football often. So I think the best days are in front of Clayton Smith. I think there is a question of what position may eventually fit him best on the next level. Does he grow into a true traditional hand-on-the-ground type of defensive end or is he that outside linebacker edge hybrid guy who likes to stand up and rush, pin his ears back and rush the passer a lot? I think he should draw some comparisons to Caleb on Chason, uh, who's coming out of LSU this year and going into the NFL draft. So that's probably a player that you could probably say, hey, Clayton Smith kind of reminds me maybe of this guy. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch there in East Texas there. Uh, Clayton Smith, a name to know, uh, has now accepted a, a, an offer or an invitation rather for the 2021 All-American Bowl in San Antonio. So Powers, I want to ask you one more thing before we let you go. Uh, obviously, these are strange times. Um, we are, sure. as evidenced by this show, although this show is always particularly strange. Um, I, I want to know from your perspective, you know, you've got your finger on the pulse of, of the recruiting community. How have things changed? What what are you noticing are the biggest differences now as we're all kind of hunkering down in the, in the face of COVID-19? What, what are you noticing on the recruiting trail? Well, first off, schools haven't really slowed down the evaluation process, and I think that's great to see. Um, there are a lot of offers that have been extended this week. Uh, there are a lot of new offers that have been extended by out-of-state programs, uh, especially on the West Coast, evaluating uh, Texas high school football talent. So that's a great uh, step in the right direction, I think, as we're hunkered down with COVID-19. Uh, but there are some worries, and uh, high school coaches in particular are worried about some of their more under-the-radar kids uh, not getting evaluated in the spring evaluation period. 
So that could be a huge thing, and there may be some changes coming on the recruiting front. I wouldn't be surprised if the NCAA steps in and makes some more rules or uh, adjust their rule book a little bit after they figure out what happens um, when things are opening back up, maybe allow for some more quiet periods and and an extended evaluation period uh, for some of these colleges to get on the road and evaluate more prospects. And we're going to try to think of some alternatives, I think, here in Texas as well uh, to continue to market kids and make sure that they are getting seen. Because a kid who didn't have a lot of tape in 2019 and was really relying on that evaluation period to get noticed is not going to have that opportunity. But football is not the only sport that's affected by this. I mean, just think about all of the the spring sports and the players who were really relying on a strong baseball season to get a scholarship and go to college, they're probably not going to be afforded that opportunity now. So it's not just football who's affected. So we're really thinking about everybody uh, in the Texas communities and and trying to make sure that we can get their names out and make sure they find the colleges that best fit for them. It's just going to be a more complicated process now. It's strange times. Everything is being affected uh, by the COVID-19 outbreak and and coronavirus. Uh, But, uh, but I'm glad that you are safe. And I'm glad that like, sometimes I forget your last name. And so honestly, it's really (laughs) helpful that it's just, it's big above over your shoulder. That's really helpful powers. I appreciate that. (laughs) I had my own lower third, but it's a, it's a middle third for today. (laughs) He's Greg powers of next level athlete. Follow him on Twitter at G power scout. Follow next level athlete on Twitter at next level D one powers, wash your hands and we will do this again next week. Y'all stay safe out there. There he is, Greg, Greg Powers. Oh, no, Greg Powers. Oh, my gosh. Hang this is on. We uh, don't want to do that again. Uh, At least uh, I stopped. Like, you were smiling when the video stopped, so you're welcome. It could have been like. Can you can you do me a favor? Can you take down the lower third for a second so everybody can yes, see? Yes, I know. It says Tepper and host. <laughs> Host. That's me. Tepper. I am host. <laughs> <laughs> Someone commented on um, that earlier. Yeah, okay. So there's, <laughs> there's powers of Next Level Athlete. Um, uh, follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. Uh, recruiting literally never stops, and he ain't going to stop. So we're going to have a lot of great stuff on TexasFootball.com slash recruiting if you want to check that out. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking Football on Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Yeah. All right. Here's what I want to do. I want to take a moment, and I want to validate everybody's feelings. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of people who are very mad at us. Well, that's... That's a pretty consistent feeling, I feel like. <laughs> Some people don't. <laughs> Tough but fair. Okay. Let's talk about the 2020 Dave Campbell's Texas football, Texas high school football helmet challenge. You may remember last year, mm-hmm. partnering with our friends at All-Star Inflatables, we did the Inflatables uh, challenge where we were going through and uh, it was a bracket March Madness style of everything, you know, all of 64 different uh, inflatables fighting for that number one spot. Um, We are doing the same thing this year with our friends at Next Level, or I'm sorry, our friends at All-Star Inflatables. And, sorry, I'm just saying Next Level Athlete. Our friends at All-Star Inflatables. And this year we have unveiled the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Helmet 
challenge. Mm. We are. Are you serious? Do you know who's calling me right now? Who? Adam Hockfelder, our boss. <laughs> he just Thanks for watching the show, dude. You. Like he just sent an email. Our wi- the Thanks Wi-Fi, for watching the show, man. The, the Wi-Fi at, at the office is all messed up, so he's, he's oh my gosh. freaking out a anyway, little bit about that. Point is, let's, let's start over. <laughs> Partnering with our friends at All-Star Inflatables, we have unveiled the 2020 Texas High School Football Helmet Challenge, wherein we have selected 64 helmets to fight for supremacy uh, as, uh, as the, the, for the, the winner of the Helmet Challenge. And, and you'll be... I want to be clear about something, okay? We are not making a statement that these are the 64 best helmets in Texas. No. Okay? They're just 64. Like, that's where I think the disconnect is. Yeah. I think the disconnect is that people are like, oh, so you're saying these are the top 64 helmets in Texas? No. No. These are 64 helmets that we like. Yeah. I'm going to be I'm gonna be pretty honest, too. There are probably more than 64 helmets that are really really cool like there are definitely more oh there so, are definitely more why would we try and choose all the best ones like we we can't there's too many of them there's a yes. lot of helmets so um and so we we selected 64 and so what we did was um, our team got together and i said I, I i think i went to each of you and i said all right go through texasfootball.com slash helmets and pick out 10 helmets that you like. There yeah, were six of us. Even, so that gave, gave us. Yeah, like alphabetically too. Like we had, like I had mm-hmm. like four letters to work with. Yes. And so um, we went through and we, we, all we did was, these are not the 64 best helmets. This is not us saying these are the 64 best helmets. This is us saying these are 64 helmets that we like. And so. You'll notice there. Are, so, so our our comments have filled up with people who are very upset that their favorite helmet is not on there, and that's fine. I like that helmet, probably, but oh, we can't put one thousand. <laughs> it's like fourteen hundred and fifty helmets on there. That's not a bracket. No, I will tell you too. I made a, I made those graphics. So, like, I'm not making that many individual graphics. It's not happening, people. <laughs> right, and so. Um, what we did, uh, was we put together, we, we put together a list of 64 helmets that we really like and we, and, and literally, and if you're wondering how the seating went, here's how the seating went entirely random. Yeah. Okay. There's not numbers. I there's not took seating. the names. That's, yep. There's not seating numbers next I'm to sorry. it. <laughs> I took the names of the, uh, the teams and I literally just like copy and pasted and then I went in Excel and I assigned a random number to them. And then I sorted them by that. That's how it went. And so that's why you have uh, that. So if you're be mad at, at, at random chance, if you're, if you don't like the draw, but in any case, we do have the bracket up at texasfootball.com. The first round voting is open 32 head to head matchups uh, in there. And, and I'm interested in, in hearing from you because I know which, which helmets I really like, but pickle, you also got to really get to know these helmets mm-hmm. my question for you is which ones uh when you were going through and making these graphics which ones stood out to you either as the best matchups in the first round or as the ones that you you maybe didn't necessarily realize you liked as much let me pull up the uh the bracket real fast because i'll know them when i see them uh one of the matchups that i really 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 liked was uh junction and alto 
the yes. they're both black helmets with gold like trim type of stuff mm -hmm. around the logos that one that's really good like just from a visually appealing sign was really good i really like uh is it Lytle's the skull and crossbow like yeah, the, the pirate johnny rogers um tell you what if alan and alito make it to the next one that's a that's a scary second round matchup um well, and then white deer and, and shout one, out to the six man white deer i love their helmets i think they're so cool yes that that white deer helmet's really cool and going up against north crowley which also is a very cool helmet of like they make their wild they make nc look like See, a wildcat yeah. um but you know what i love about this and 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 why i'm glad that we randomly uh, put these in order uh, and, and, and see them randomly is you get some really weird matchups. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, you get, uh, let's see, where was it? You Don't get Loop versus Odessa Permian. <laughs> yep. Like Odessa Permian has, of course, one of the most iconic helmets in, in the state of Texas going up against Loop, who has a low key awesome helmet. That was one yeah. of my picks. I selected Loop to be in here and because I love their helmet. And, and that's like a low key awesome helmet. The Houston Lamar versus El Paso Pebble Hills is another one just like that. Lamar's is white. Yes. It's got block jersey style letters that just say Lamar. And then you've got Pebble Hills who has one, the number on one side, and then an unbelievable Texas logo on the side with their mascot in it. And it's like a teal and orange. Like it's too total. Mm -hmm. You can't figure out who's going to win because it's all up to your preference of do you like a classic helmet or do you like this crazy busy stuff right it's up to you now that's the thing is we lay this out and we want you guys to let us know which one you think is the finest helmet uh in, in this bracket what 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 should win the 2020 texas high school football helmet challenge all right i'm gonna put you on the spot though all right i'm gonna put you on the spot i want to hear your pick for the 2020 like if you if you could vote would you are ineligible for, to vote um Everyone else can vote. Uh, and, and by the way, you can vote as many times as you want. Um, if you could vote and you could just pick the winner, mm -hmm. which one would you Which one would you pick? Hang on. I'm looking through them again. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of them that I really like. I'm not going to lie. I think that Argyle's mm -hmm. helmets are really, really, really cool. With the giant oh, you like the, the, the side of them. The wings? Be yeah, because it's it's a lot. But it's also very simple at the same time. And I think from mm -hmm. like a, obviously I have a person who makes a lot of graphics. So I think that that, I think the Argyles are pretty strong. I, I think so. Um, I I will, I will say this. And, and, and again, there's a couple that, that you could go with. There's, I, I love all of these. Uh, I think everybody did a really good job, but I would say if you, if I could pick one, mm -hmm. I'm going with Amarillo. The Sandies. Uh, the Sandies. They got the Golden Sandstorm, which is like yeah. the old, the old like Golden Sandstorm logo. Oh, I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> um, it's really, really cool. Um, and, and it's and it's kind of that mix of like super unique and also classic. Yeah. And so for me, that would probably be my pick right now. But the great thing is that, like I said, pretty much any of the 64, I'd be okay with them winning, oh, which yeah. is kind of the point. Like I liked all, you know, even though it was a whole team effort to select 64, the field of 64. Um, you know, we, we made sure to, uh, I, I pretty much approved of every one of them. 
then I was like, yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty awesome. So, well, yeah, um, I, I know when I was looking through them too, I was also trying to like if they're like kind of cover the state too. Like, I wanted a wide range. I didn't want all like because I mean I had like M through P or whatever, and I didn't want all the McKinneys or all the Mesquites or, like any of that. So yeah. it's like, why not spread it out some? So I yeah. think that's cool. I think yeah, we, we want the whole to spread it out. We. We tried to get the whole, the whole state in there. Um, if your favorite helmet is not in there, I'm very sorry. Uh, but please vote on which one you think should win. Uh, vote on which one you think should win uh, on, on the Texas High School Football Helmet Challenge at TexasFootball.com. Uh, the voting for the first round, I've got it up here. Blah, 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 blah. The voting for the first round goes through uh, the 20th. So that is goes through the end of the week. Uh, and then we will be announcing the winner on this very program on Ooh. April 6th. So we'll be announcing the winner of the 2020 Dave Campbell's Texas football helmet challenge uh, presented by our friends at all-star inflatables. And so yes, with that, we go to Ashley pickle for America's second favorite segment, final thoughts. All right. Solid final thought segment from Mies. He said, I've been thinking, would you rather have hands for feet or feet for hands? Let let that one marinate for a second. I'd rather have I'd rather have hands ha- for feet or I'd rather have hands for feet. Yes. I'd rather have hands for feet. Yeah. That's the that's the answer because feet feet are not yeah, you have you have opposable thumbs and and, and, and feet are like the feet are not super functional outside of No, it would be like walking. <laughs> and like you can still walk on yeah. your hands, I'm sure. Yeah. Like that wouldn't, that wouldn't, that wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't switch you up too much. It would take, there would be a learning curve, obviously, but (laughs) uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Would we be able to like swim better? Like with hands? I feel like that allows for better swimming. He said, said, it seems like an easy choice at first, but I would hate to stub a thumb toe. (laughs) Oh, I don't disagree. Look, I'm not, the answer is I would rather have neither. But uh, if you're making me choose, I think by far the easier choice is hands for feet. Um, that's what I would I, I agree. I'm going so. I'm to agree with you on that one, which doesn't happen often. But All right. I know. We didn't. Okay. Um, anything else? Are you done for the day? Nope. I'm done for the day. Okay. Good. Um, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle here? No. no. Ashley what? Pickle. Host. For host. <laughs> for host. I'm Greg Tepper. <laughs> Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. Wash your hands. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.